This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. It's a pretty good song when it's, you know, one o'clock in the morning and everybody's had one too many beers and you just want to jump around like a bunch of wounded ducks. And Chad P. You poser, you phony, <laughs> no talented poser. Class is in. It's the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Chad P. And speaking of names, uh, we got an email from (laughs) our plasma physicist friend uh, who had a problem. He's just trying to get back on the air. He's tearing all of the shows apart. He is. Uh, We got an email stating that last week's show on Songs in Space, he didn't like that I kept saying that the Voyager uh, space probe was leaving our galaxy. But it was leaving the galaxy. No, it's not, according to him. It's not leaving our galaxy, it's leaving our solar system. Those are the same two things. No, apparently not. Oh, See, what does uh, he know? Well, I, I, he doesn't know as much as me, because my <laughs> my knowledge of the solar system has come from numerous Michael Bay films. We know what we're talking about. Hey, I think I I've do. seen Space Camp. That's right. I know what I'm talking about. That's right. I like movies that talk about, you know, stars and stuff. You're right. So here's what we're talking about this week. Now, now you, you looked at my papers uh-huh. and said, yeah, what'd you say? Well, I said this is going to be a repeat show. We talked about this already. It's no, no, album no. art. Right, album right. cover art. But it's not quite the same. The last show we did on album art, which you'll find on the website in our podcast episode guide. And by the way, where's the website, Chad? Okay, slu.org. Erg, right. E-R-G. It's a brand new <laughs> extension. No, it's O-R-G. What we did the last time, we did one of these visual shows, thinking that a lot of people listen to us on podcasts and might very well have access to the internet. So we, we tried a little bit of a visual show. When we talked about album art before, we talked about where the pictures were taken. Mm -hmm. So we gave you an exact point on the earth where you can go and basically have your picture taken where the shot was taken. This is something different. These are album covers that were banned taken out of stores, not allowed to be shown. Oh, oh, that's why you brought in all those pictures. Dirty pictures. Yeah, I thought you maybe have gotten a new hobby or something. <laughs> yeah, something to do on the weekends. Sure. For example, uh-huh. Slippery When Wet by... Bon Jovi, Right. Yeah. It was originally a woman in a ripped, wet t-shirt. Kind Ooh. of silly-looking male-type t-shirt. Yeah, was it white? Yes, it was. Ah, and I so you it. saw a good bit... Yeah. What everybody knows now is a fogged up piece of glass with a title, you know, drawn in. That's always what I remember being. 
Ramblin' Gamblin' Man, Bob Seger, had a nude woman on the cover. Mm -hmm. And the record company said, mm, we got to change that. So Ooh, they put a robe on her. Doc, I have an example. Doc, go I ahead. actually know something one of these. Sure. Uh, the original Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' right. Roses LP, uh, it was that page that's actually on the inside. Yeah, the inner sleeve. Yeah, with the robot that had just, I think he raped the woman. And right. he was about to get jumped on by a, an Avenger robot or something. Right, it had lots, lots of knives yeah, and such. Yeah, the woman, you know, she, it, it, well, it's revealing. Sure. And uh, what they replaced it with was a, a black background with a cross and five skull silhouettes of the band members. You got it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What was originally on the album and what is on the album now. Oh, cool. The Black Crows, 1994. The album is called Amorica. Uh-huh. The picture that the Black Crows had it on originally was from a 1976 United States bicentennial issue of Hustler Magazine. What? Yeah, you might want to choose a different magazine. Are you serious? Maybe something from Highlights next time. You can't take any picture out of Hustler. You can't even <laughs> take some of the articles out of Hustler. There's and, articles in Hustler? I, uh, I read them. What they did was take a, a, a what do they call it, a, a detail of a of a picture of a, a, a woman who was uh -huh. topless who was wearing a bikini bottom that has the American flag on it. Right. And she has not yet had a... Uh, what do you call it? She's not ready. She's not ready to go to the pool. Right, not quite ready to go to the pool, mm -hmm. and uh, some of it is showing out. Uh huh. And it kind of looks like I don't know a snow cone. Oh. And what they have done <laughs> is to get it into the stores was take sort of a black box and blunk, put it right over top of right. it. Right. You know so what would have been easier? What's that? Take a picture of a bikini bottom that's yeah. presentable. Right. They also had a, a, a different type of it where they simply airbrushed out everything uh -huh. except the bikini bottom. So it was this little triangular thing of just the flag. Well, you can look at that. That's like that's a, not a, concern. a red, white, and blue triangle. But right there, that's the original. I see it. I see, see it. it. I don't <laughs> I'm going to throw it at no, you. No, get out the way of me. There you go. Black Crows, Wiser Time, Rock School. Now, okay, we're talking about on Rock School today. Uh, album covers that got banned. I yeah, wish just, you would have given. I'll just throw it. that no, one at you again. Get that away now, what from is me. it? Tell tell the audience what it is. It's a baby being delivered. Right. The head is just out. The, the What's head, the album? What's huh? the album though? Anarchy from Chumbawamba. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, they get knocked down, and apparently Whatever. they stay down. They stayed down. Now right. they just broke up. They did. Yeah. Couldn't get another. Twenty nine years States. later, we can't get another hit. So. That's it. Yeah, they gave up. They this stayed is nasty. Don't. It is. It wasn't very Why nice. Why did you bring all this in here? Because I figured you at least would need to see the album but covers. Usually, you're so good at describing stuff. Why did you have to bring the visuals in here today? Well, because you needed to see them. Because some of them are that shocking. Here's one that's just silly. There was a band, uh, five guys from 1957, called the Five Keys. It was one of those general doo-wop groups from the 1950s. Five. They had a an album called On Stage, uh. and pretty good, you know, not much to it. They're all standing there, chest to back. See them all standing like that, and yeah. they've got their left hand sort of out to the audience, as there's if they're finishing up the song, going ta-da. Sure, there's nothing that wrong with that thing. at all. Yeah, there is. Let Look at the front guy. His right arm, which is supposed to be hanging to his side, What's he is doing? a little forward, so his thumb is just visible oh. past, so it appears to be... It looks like his fly is unzipped. Yeah, a, a sixth key, ladies <laughs> sixth and gentlemen. Key. And people <laughs> really got upset over that. What? And they had to recall the albums and airbrush out 
the stuff that is there. Now, don't mention any other ones or we won't have enough content for the rest of the show. But here's another one. Marilyn Manson, uh, the Hollywood album, had oh. Jesus on the cross. Yeah, I know. And they his, had to change it to bad. be just his face. Mm-hmm. How about this one right here? 1977, Leonard Skinnerd, uh-huh. uh, the Street Ooh. Survivors. Is that what I think it is? It is. If you remember, the original album showed the band on fire. Yeah. They were standing just, you know, on a road, but were on fire. What happened three days after this album came out? Do you remember? Plane crash. Plane crash. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not like anybody did it on purpose. Right. But it was seen as terribly Yeah, that's horrible taste. Yeah, that's horrible taste. But no one did it to be tasteless. Well, no. It's good that they changed it instead of going through with it. Right. They pulled back the album, airbrushed out the... Airbrushed out the um, uh, flames. flames, but still, Street Survivor, even that's a bad title. Yeah. So, but they had hits off the album. What's your name, little girl? Leonard Skinner, Rock School. Well, it's eight o'clock in Okay, Rock School. As we talk about things that got album covers banned, pulled out. Now, a lot of these people, as a rock star, you can become very upset at things and just basically say, "Yeah, oh, forget you, man. I'm putting my, you know, I'm putting my stuff in the stores, and you can just not buy it." But a lot of these rock stars also were smart about it and said, "We'll make the changes." Well, this is how they make their living. So sure. you either change it and make more money, or keep it and make less. Yeah, and just not get your stuff into the store. Sure. And this is where places like Walmart, J.C. Sears used to get bad reputations. They were seen as censorship police. Mm-hmm. They would throw things away. Right. Does a toilet bother you? Not at Does all. Does the sight of a toilet bother you? Not is at it, all. Is it, is it an empty toilet, a clean toilet? I'm looking at them. No, as a matter of fact, you don't even see the entire toilet. All right, then. No, yeah. I'm cool with it. The Rolling Stones' Beggar's Banquet from 1968 had half a toilet on it. You saw just the top of the lid and mm. the tank up top. Caused an uproar in the 1960s, so? and early versions basically upset people. Why? Because it was a toilet. So in the what? 1960s. It's a toilet. I don't remember, but I've I've heard it before. The the piece of trivia. What was the first um, What was the first television show to show a toilet? Mm. But it was it was later on. You just couldn't do it. Um, and the one we're going to play, the mamas and the papas. If you can believe your eyes and ears, here's the picture. Let me see. They're in a tub, uh-huh. all four of them. Okay. See how they're all crammed in there, and they're all well clothed. It's yeah, not anything like sexual. Naked. Look to the right on the album cover. There was a toilet there. You can see the top with the brass going into the wall. I see it. See how they've put over top of it sort of a torn piece of paper with Mm -hmm. some more information? It kind of looks like a scroll or something. There was a toilet there. Okay. And a lot of retailers would not carry the album as long as the toilet was visible. Are you serious? I kid you not. Well, I guess we got to remember this is the 60s. Right. Because nowadays... Uh, Who cares? Right. Have nothing but toilets. Some Knock of these, yourself some, out. Some of these nudie parts would actually probably pass yeah, nowadays. Yeah, I saw you I saw you looking very hard at that uh, mm-hmm. U2 album trying to find it. You won't see it on the picture, but I pulled out my copy of it, and you can see it. You can see it? There it is. Hmm. What are you talking about? What's the U2? We'll get to it. <laughs> Hang on. Here are the Mamas and the Papas. I'm California Dreaming. Rock School. All right, talking about band album covers here on Rock School. There's a lot more than what we're going to bring to you during the show, but let me hit one that 
well, you can talk about the one that made you go, oh, in just a second here. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Coos 2001 album that showed the World Center, the World Trade Center towers on fire? No, sir. It happened. They put it out before the towers were actually hit. It's sort of like they tipped the towers were on fire. Really? They tipped that it was going to happen. You got to imagine these guys were like, you know, are people going? And it happened so close to the actual towers being hit. Mm -hmm. You got to know the guys who put this out were sort of looking around going, we didn't know. You know, we're sorry, but they pulled the album back and, of course, re-artworked it. But, okay, what's the one that made you go, oh! oh it's the um, the John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Two virgins. Yeah. Yeah, fully naked. Yeah, they are. Right. Now, you're not seeing the back of it. If you take the album, well, no, you can't turn the paper over. <laughs> if you take the actual album and turn it over, they're they're full frontal nudity on the front of the album. Yeah. If you turn the album over... Full back nudity? Yeah. You see both their rear ends. Uh. Yeah, they, they actually sold the album in brown paper inside of the stores. And it says here that even the band was divided. Yeah, on whether, whether they actually released it or not. Wow. Because you got to know if you do something like that. There's also a Blind Faith album that has a, a young lady, a young girl, who's barely hit puberty, topless, uh-huh. on the album. That's it. Right there. Uh-huh. And we'll we'll talk about that a little later on in the show as well. And she's holding sort of a toy airplane. Yeah. And you got to know as a band, why did you do that? Yeah, really. What was the point of it? I, I mean, I, I get the shock value, but you're going to upset retailers. And the point is to sell albums. Woo. And you think today, well, maybe you can get away with it today. But still, you come up with something that's just ridiculously offensive. Yeah. You probably won't even get carried today That's true. on the internet. So we got a lot more of these to push off to you. And even albums that you think are not offensive at all, people took them to be offensive. Mm-hmm. They, you know, things you see every day, I think it means this. It yeah. interprets out this way. I see one that we'll probably talk about in a little while, but yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this. Well, how about this one right here? Look at this by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. People got very upset over that. As a matter of fact, we'll come out, and I'll tell you about the Bruce Springsteen one in a minute, because people got really upset at it when it came out back in 1984, because it's called, the album's called Born in the USA. Yeah. See anything wrong with it? Nope. Give it a second. Hmm. Who's listening to us? KSCL in Treeport, Louisiana. Anything happening up there? Not today. No joke? No nothing? Not today. Thank you for listening to us, KLSU, on the campus of Louisiana State University. Boy, you just had nothing for me. I'm out here hanging. I got nothing. You'll be all right. All right. Back in a minute. Rock School. Talking about album covers here on Rock School, Bruce Springsteen releases Born in the USA back in 1984. Yeah. Good-looking album covers. Mm-hmm. Bruce kind of standing with all his weight on one leg, pair of jeans, a white T-shirt. With a red baseball cap in his uh, belt. back yeah, pocket. red baseball cap stuck in there. It's I fine. remember when it came out, there were parties, at least where I was, where you had to dress up like Bruce to get into the party. Really? And they played the album. Everyone was trying to find a red baseball cap to stick it in their back pocket. And he's standing in front of the U.S. flag, at least the red and the white stripes part. Yeah. So what? Well, a lot of people that didn't like the messages that were on the album stated that the album wasn't Bruce just standing there because you can't see the front of his right hand. 
Notice you can see his left well, one hand. One of them is just kind of dangling right there by right. his side, but the other one looks like it may sort be of resting front. on his thigh. Well, the they front. say it wasn't resting. They say it was holding part of something. Many people say it's Bruce Springsteen urinating on the flag. What? That's That was the point of it. Let me see that. Yep. And people said that it was an anti-American album. And because of that, in a lot of places, it got banned. Not a lot of places, but in some places, it got banned. But this is 84. I people know. are supposed to be a little bit Smart. more. Well, Smart. I guess. Yeah. Why do I get the feeling if Limbaugh decided to pick on an album today, he'd get people to believe him and follow him? Oh. Guarantee it. Here's Bruce. Rock School. All right, trying out a visual show here on Rock School, because you know a lot of people listen to this on podcasts, and I know they're using iPods, but they could be at computers, and we're just trying to try something new here, see if we can get people to look at the computers and look at the things that we are pointing out. We're going to talk about Andrew WK after we first do this at the bottom of the hour, seven days, 70 seconds. Uh, Yeah, try to pick up the other piece of paper, stop looking at the album covers. My name is Joe Burns. Dad P. Let's do these dates, July 16th through July 20th. 22, right in the middle of the dog days of summer. Chad has Monday go. July 16th, 1962, the Beach Boys sign up with Capitol Records. July 17th, 1974, the Moody Blues open up the first quad sound recording studio in the UK. July 18th, 1978, Def Leppard makes their live debut at a high school in Sheffield, England. And don't you know everybody in Sheffield, England? Oh, I was at that concert. <laughs> I was at the concert. Oh, yeah, me I was too. I was there. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, July 19th, 1980, Billy Joel earns his first gold record with It's Still Rock and Roll to Me. I'm willing to bet that's first gold single. You think so? Yeah, because i got to believe that his albums before that, especially the one that had Piano Man on it, mm-hmm. probably went gold. Hmm. i got to believe that's single. July 20th, 2003, a very, very good item on eBay failed to sell. It was... Um, one of Elvis's teeth. Ew. And it actually had a reserve price of 61,000 pounds. Right, so it was probably being sold in England or somewhere where teeth aren't very good. Sold to somebody who was at that Sheffield show. That's right, probably. Uh, July 21, 1958, what is believed to be the first anti-Top 40 backlash by radio, WAMP Radio, WAMP, drops all rock and roll discs and refuses to play songs that are on the charts. Mm-hmm. And uh, to wrap it up, July 22nd, 1985, Dolly Parton announces she'll be opening up a theme park and naming it Dollywood. You ever been to Dollywood? I have not. My wife really wants to go. Apparently there's fantastic water park things there. Not uh-huh. just so much the roller coasters and such, but the water park is really something else. Do you like Andrew WK? No. No. Well, here, if you just know Let's Party Hard, you know the entire musical and lyrical structure of the following song. He has no talent whatsoever. The what do you only really think of him? Uh, he, the only thing he's got going for him is that he's got a little bit of lung capacity. Yes, he that does. He can make it through a concert jumping up and down and screaming and hollering and showing off his no-talented self. Well, apparently he's made a, a heck of a career out of being a no-talented self. He he does something on one of these kids' networks where it's like build, destroy, rebuild, something mm-hmm. like that. So he's got a little bit of talent to at least host a television show. Anybody can knock something down. Well, rebuilding it, yes, but rebuilding it is the thing. He That's a stunt double. <laughs> Andrew W.K. had an album called I Get Wet back Mm -hmm. in 2001 Mm -hmm. where his hair is kind of sweaty and stringy. We used to play it. We used to play it here. We had that album. It's a pretty good song when it's, you know, one o'clock in the morning and everybody's had one too many beers and you just want to jump around like a bunch of wounded ducks. Exactly. That's the point. You have to be under some kind of substance to actually enjoy it. You got it. You got it. 
On the front of this album, it looks like he's got a broken nose and a cut lip and blood is everywhere. And he, Andrew W.K. Yeah, he claimed he got smashed in the face with a center block. He claimed he did it to himself mm-hmm. to get the very good album cover. He mm-hmm. took a block on blam and smashed himself. Mm-hmm. It has since come out that this was blood and tissue Uh that he purchased from a butcher shop, Mm -hmm. which was across the street from where he was getting his picture taken. So You poser, you (laughs) you phony, no-talented poser. So get yourself under some kind of influence and listen to it. Let's get this party started. And party hard. Rock school. When it's time to party, we will party hard. All right, talking about band album covers here on Rock School. You familiar with Roxy Music? No. Roxy Music is a band out of the UK, and they are known for sort of sexy music, sort of overtly intimate style music. Why are you and, shaking your shoulders like uh, that? When it allows you say that. me to get out the words. Oh, wow. Uh, this Country Life, or just Country Life by Roxy Music, originally looked like Let me see. that. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's a couple of rather shapely young ladies in lingerie. It's the girl from the Slippery When Wet album. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one girl is covering herself with her hands and the other young lady uh, just decided doing something else with her hands oh the heck with it I'll just sort of let everything show well obviously when it got to the US uh, we're a little bit more prude than the people in the UK (laughs) so what they did is they just sort of airbrushed the ladies out and just let them sit what's wrong with this one this the is poison. The, yeah, the open up name and say, of that. That's open up and say ah. Yeah, from '88. It's nothing more than a, a friendly little demon from the deepest, darkest bits of Hades with yeah. his tongue sticking out. And his tongue is approximately what, 12 inches long. He he gives Gene Simmons a run for his money. Yeah, I think right what here. a lot of people thought was it was overtly sexual or attempting to look like a. Uh, it says here so they thought they, it was a little raunchy. Yeah, a little raunchy. I don't think well, raunchy when I out. see here. What's the name? Is that open up and say ah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they tried to do something a little different than their original one. Look what the cat dragged in where everybody thought it was a girl group. <laughs> really, the guys had glammed themselves up so pretty that they thought it was a girl. I thought it was a girl group to begin with. Yeah. And it turned out to be guys. Come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. It's a handsome, handsome man. Uh-huh. Scorpion's Love Drive here. Here's the original of it. Let me see. I don't know why, but it's a picture of a man and a woman in a limousine. Ooh. And the woman He's got gum on his hand. I know. The woman's right breast is out, and mm-hmm. for some reason, there is a huge string of bubble gum from her breast to his hand. I mean, a lot of bubble gum I don't right know there. why that's there. It, it's since been completely redone, and it's mm-hmm. just a black album cover with a blue scorpion on well, see, it. There's nothing wrong with this, because she's not exposed. She's covered up with bubblegum. I guess so. It was it was given, as you can see there, it was given Best Album of 1979, Best yeah. Album Cover by Playboy By Playboy, Magazine. yeah. yeah fantastic. Who, who awarded it. All right. The one we're going to play, Alice Cooper, Love It to Death. There's the picture. Every guy... I looked at this. There's nothing wrong with this picture. You're looking at the airbrushed one. Oh, I am? Every guy in the band is giving the thumbs up, Uh-huh. Right. But right. look where their hands are. Well, they're kind down of by they're, their, they're kind of close. Down yeah. by their you-know-whats. Mm-hmm. And they basically are trying to make their thumbs look like little Alice's. <laughs> and that made everybody upset. There's a lot of fifth keys. Yep. I'm 18. I don't know what I want. <laughs> so I made this album cover. Here you go. Rock's
right, talking about band album covers, let me do two quick ones from David Bowie. Get in one more uh, song before the first break. Are you going to do that one? I'm going to do that one okay. and this one yeah, here. Yeah, because I don't see anything wrong with this one. I'm going to tell you about it. He had a band, he, David Bowie, called Tin Machine for a short while in the late 80s, early 90s. On Tin Machine 2, it's simply this picture. It's four men, I think they're mannequins, and they're simply naked. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and... I don't know why you didn't think about that. And they simply pulled the albums back, airbrushed out the nasty bits, mm-hmm. and re- re-gave out the album. Okay. Now this one, the one that you were that you were pointing at. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, Diamond Dogs is the name of the album. comes out in 1974. Notice that Bowie is half person, half dog. See yeah. how his arms are starting to become a dog? And I he's got it. those two little blue, weird kind of people behind him. But they're only it. showing him from not even the waist up. You so got it. But remember, remember, this is an album. Mm-hmm. And you could open it as a gatefold. Mm-hmm. When you opened it up, his whole back half is a dog. Uh-huh. And the dog is a boy. It's a boy and it's dog. blatantly a boy dog. And I'll be honest with you, what's I don't know what the big deal is because boy dogs are boy dogs. You can't miss them. No. If somebody has a hound dog and the hound dog sits down... It's a dog. It's a dog, mm-hmm. and you can't miss it. And I guess if you're throwing it out in somebody's face on an album cover, but the fact remains, it's a dog. If right. I have a boy dog... Do I have to make the dog wear pants or a diaper <laughs> or something? It's a boy dog. But yeah. they put it on David Bowie and it upset people. The original albums that are still out there, because in a lot of these, I say they pulled the album back and made changes to it. Mm-hmm. Some of the albums didn't get pulled back. And originals are worth all kinds of money. Hmm. Rebel Rebel. It's David Bowie. Rockstar. All right, second break here on Rock School. Let me tell you about what may very well have been the most famous or most famous outrage over an album cover, The Beatles Yesterday and Today. Uh And it's even got more outrage to it because it's part of the Paul is Dead concern. Mm -hmm. If you've seen it, it's normally nicknamed The Butcher Cover. Let me see. It's got all four Beatles together three of them are sitting in the front with george harrison standing in the back well, they've got they're little, in, they got little baby dolls right not only baby dolls but they have a pair of false teeth the baby dolls are decapitated that's, that's okay you ever pulled the head off a baby doll <laughs> sure <laughs> not to put on the front of an album cover but still there's raw meat all over them yeah the reason people think if it's part of the paul is dead uh, concern mm-hmm. is because supposedly Paul was decapitated while he was driving his Aston Martin. He hadn't noticed that the lights had changed. Certain conspirators believe that. Sure. Yeah. He hit a, 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 a truck carrying eggs. I am the egg man. Uh-huh. Goo goo mm-hmm. He is being shown there with the two uh, with the two babies without the heads. The head is in his lap, supposedly where the head would have landed. Yeah. The false teeth are there showing that he got hit in the teeth. Mm-hmm. What the record company did was pull the album back and put a sticker over top of it rather than destroy 
the albums, what, what a lot of these people did, right. just simply burnt them, they laid a sticker over top of it, which had the Beatles all sitting around a trunk, like a traveling trunk, yeah. with Paul in the trunk. And people think that's part of the Paul is Dead concern, mm. because if you turn the album on its side, Paul appears to go into a casket. Uh, the see. trunk is the casket. Mm-hmm. You can then find them later where it's just printed yeah. with Paul in that trunk. But if you can get a hold of either that butcher cover or the butcher cover with the sticker on top of it, yeah. it's worth a little bit of money. And people find them at garage sales all the time. Sweet. And that's maybe the most famous one. So uh, who hasn't we said hello to? Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Gosh, thanks for running the radio show. Get us on uh, Facebook. We've got more people signing up all the time. I'm still happy when I see new people. Uh, we're going to get back to it. I have been on vacation and have not had time to keep up with Facebook. We're going to get back to it very soon because I'm back. I'm rested. I'm well and raring to go. More shows being made all the time. Getting close to 300. I know. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, when we man. started this thing, I thought we'd kill each other right around 35, and that'd be the end of it. We got close. Back in a minute, Rock School. All right, last break here on Rock School, and we've got a bunch more albums to go, but you you can look a lot of these up online. Here's uh, Jane's Addictions, Ritual de lo Habitual. Uh, it has three women who are mm-hmm. naked on the cover. Now, yep. it's a painting. It's art. Right. It's a, 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 I believe it's by a Mexican artist or a Spanish artist. I don't remember exactly who it is. But when people freaked out about it, Perry Farrell went ahead and just changed the album cover to all white with the First Amendment printed on That's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he was not happy. No, unhappy at all. Jimi Hendrix Electric Ladyland, here it is, oh, yeah, as you can see. Yeah, it's Ladyland. Yeah, it's nothing but a bunch of naked women. And from what I understand, from what I read, Hendrix didn't like it at all. He thought it was stupid. Hmm. One of the women who's topless, they're all naked, but you only see their tops, uh, is holding a picture of Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And the album today, even, is that picture that she's holding. Mm-hmm. They just blew it up and made that the album cover. Right. He... He Hendrix even kind of went, you know, come on, this is, you know, what are we doing? <laughs> this is the best here? we could do. Yeah, this is kind of silly. Bow wow wows, see jungle, see jungle, go join our gang. Yeah, city all over, go ape crazy. That's the name of the album <laughs> from 1981. Has got the band in there and the lead singer. I want candy. Sure, she's naked on the front, but you see nothing. Mm-hmm. Problem is, she was 15 oh, at the time. Yeah, that's a problem. When it was taken. Malcolm McLaren, the manager of the Sex Pistols as well, remember him? Yes. He was actually investigated by Scotland Yard for exploiting a minor. Mm. And nothing happened out of it, but really upset some people at the time that uh, that this thing was taken. Crazy stuff. And speaking of a minor, the one we're going to finish up on, Blind Faith's album Blind Faith. Now, if you don't know it off the top of your head, more than likely you have seen the album cover. That's it. Yeah. And it's one of these, I don't understand why they did it. Clapton and Baker, uh, Ginger Baker, were both in the group when this came out. And it spawned all kinds of rumors. It's a it's a little girl who has just blatantly, I mean, just hit puberty. Mm-hmm. And she's topless on the album cover. And she's got this look on her face like she doesn't really even want to be there. <laughs> and she's holding sort of this gold bronze airplane airplane looking airplane thing. Looking thing. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's the, the Blind Faith album, Blind Faith. Mm-hmm. You can't miss it. It's really, really weird. Rumors began sort of circulating around that it was Baker's daughter or it was a groupie that the band was keeping as a slave. Hmm. None of this was true. <laughs> but I just think it may be the 
dumbest album cover ever created. Now, somebody's, well, somebody's going to disagree with me. Oh, it's great art. No. No. I think no, it's, it's dumb not. as anything, <laughs> but one of the album covers that got uh, got banned, and that's what we were talking about today. Oh, well. We're going to play Can't Find My Way Home from that album. So I'm Joe Burns. Chad P. Go look up album covers that got, uh, that got banned. See you later. Class is dismissed.